Hello and welcome to my first official episode of the Who Asked Me podcast. Now, if you're not somebody in my inner circle, you may be wondering, who the hell is this girl and how the hell did I end up listening to her? Well, my name's Zell. I am a pop culture reality TV junkie. And for me, it all started at the age of eight when my parents told us that we were moving to the United States. And then when we got here, they decided that parental controls were not necessary on the TV. And oh, did they have no clue what they were starting for me. I mean, it opened my eyes to a whole nother part of life that I had never, ever seen before. Um, It was a shock for me, really. Uh, I can't really pinpoint the first reality TV show I ever saw. I remember, you know, watching 106 and Park, TRL, things of that nature, behind the music, all of that stuff. And just that was kind of a quick course. Um, But the first reality show that I remember tuning into and religiously being like, okay, I have to watch this was the real world. And I remember it was the season of Chicago um, because I knew where Chicago was and I was just really excited. And it was a love affair that never stopped, you know. I watched Love and Hip Hop. I was obsessed with Basketball Wives. I could go on and on. Um, Housewives, all of it, all of it. I haven't met a reality TV show that I have not liked. Actually, that's not true. The one centering families with a lot of kids are do not usually tend to be my thing, but that's a different story for a different day. I did a little too much research one time and it got scary. However, When it comes to reality TV and me, I like to describe it as that Disney Channel original movie, The Ultimate Christmas Present, where they find the weather machine and they think it'll be cool to just, you know, have one snow day because they've never experienced it. And then all of a sudden it gets out of hand and it just shit hits the fan and it's they can't turn around and get back. That's my relationship with reality TV, because the next thing I know I'm 23 years old, sneaking to Chicago. And when I mean sneaking, I really do mean sneaking. My mom really held a tight leash for a long time there. And if she's listening to this, yes, mom, I went to Chicago and I tried out for the real world. I'm sorry, but everything did turn out okay. So just to start the podcast with a little personal story, my real world audition. Now I'm saying audition, I'm using that very loosely because it was open auditions. I stayed up one night used to be able to go on MTV and like go to a link um and hit you know want to be on TV or something of that nature and that's what I did and it you filled out the longest application of life I mean they asked you so many personal questions I couldn't even tell you what I put in there um but then you know they emailed you with a link which city are you closest to xyz fast forward fast forward it was eight in the morning I was calling off work with a very very detailed excuse of course because when I used to call off work it would be the most elaborate stories I wouldn't go all (coughs) I'm sick I just really wanted to make it believable But yeah, hopped in the car with one of my best friends and we went to this open interview. Um, It was at a bar and I remember we waited in this long line. I still have the dress that I wore to this little open audition too. I don't think I'll ever get rid of it. It's from Forever 21 and I thought I was so fucking cute. Um, Yeah, then I sat at a group table or a table with a group um, and answered a bunch of questions for these like casting, screening interns. and we all just sat around trying to say the most outrageous shit 
and then took a bunch of pictures and I remember they took a Polaroid of me and I asked if I could see it and the girl kind of looked at me like okay showed it to me I asked if I could take it again and she looked at me as if to say you dumb bitch no you can't uh they told us you might want to stick around the city if you're from if you drove in from out of town and however that was not an option for me I had no money to my name and my the whatever excuse I used to get out of work I I only had it for a day I could not uh use it to continue on and stay in the city and I didn't have any money to stay in the city I knew no one to stay there it was just like okay well so I started driving back home and I did get a call to come back and they said you know well you're invited back however if you don't make it then you don't make it so that was my one shot at reality tv sometimes I do wonder what would have been if I would have said fuck it and figured out something for myself however I had to keep my mind in the actual real world and not in the real world the show um and you know it all worked out because that ended up being this the first season that they kind of went off the regular script and it was the real world skeletons and to be honest that's not that's not what I would have signed up for so it was a blessing in disguise everything worked out and for me to be here now starting my own podcast um talking to hopefully a bunch of you soon (laughs) um about my love for reality tv and pop culture um as far as pop culture this week though I retained nothing except for that Alex uh, Rodriguez and Jennifer Lopez broke up and to be honest I filed that under shit I already thought happened I don't care um j-lo as soon I, I hate to say this but as soon as i hear j-lo is in a new relationship i've already assumed that she's broken up with the man good for her i heard he was cheating with a certain southern charm star allegedly and to that southern charm star i wish she, even when if these news publications are asking her about it she would just stop commenting i think i saw something to where she said you know i wish them nothing but the best now ma'am you got on national television and said that you were texting and FaceTiming with that man. Do not wish them the best. Just don't say anything. It's exhausting. However, with that, I'm going to segue into the Bravo universe. This week, Bravo gave us a Real Housewives of Beverly Hills trailer that I'm not going to lie. It, you know, it, it pricked my ass a little bit. And I mean, in the good way, not in the bad way. I haven't really been able to be excited about Real Housewives of Beverly Hills in a while because they just continue to let me down. It started when whoever decided to bring Teddy Mellencamp in and then it ended with whoever decided to bring Brandy. um, See, I always forget her name because I almost want to call her Brandy Melville. Whoever, Glanville, that's what it is. Whoever wanted to bring Brandy Glanville back onto my screen because that is a woman I don't need to see ever again in my life. However, I'm going to give this new trailer a six out of 10. You know what? Let's go a six and a half. I don't want to go above a six because I don't want to get too excited as I have with past seasons for them. And just a little bit of a Real Housewives knowledge for you guys about me. Real Housewives of Beverly Hills used to be my number two. My number one is and always will be Atlanta. The first time I saw Nene Leakes interact with others oh what a love story what a love hate story honestly because I was not always team Nini 
but I was always Team Nini brings the entertainment and there's no denying that. However, on this trailer, we saw, of course, Erica Jane maybe talk about her legal issues. I'm not going to be one of those people that Lisa Renna is going to be able to blow smoke up her ass and say, oh, yeah, she's talking, baby. She's talking. I mean, really, Erica doesn't really say much season to season anyways. You know, everyone's all of her stands are up in arms saying like, oh, yes, she's going off. She's going off. I don't believe so. Telling someone to shut the fuck up isn't really going off to me. Let me say this. When I what I consider going off is a complete read Phaedra Park style. You're going to really think about your life afterwards. You don't have anything to say back because you're like, oh, God, that bitch just bitch just gathered me. It's best if I just shut my mouth. So when I saw Erica with her very sharp contour and her very high ponytail, obviously Mikey is not missing any payments. Tell Sutton, shut the fuck up. I wasn't really moved. It might be the Aries in me. It might be the fact that I've lived in St. Louis for a little too long. But if somebody tells me to shut the fuck up and then I say, don't talk to me like that. And they reply, or what? I'm sorry, bitch, but you better be ready to stand up, okay? You better be ready to push your chair back. I want to say it was Kay Michelle on an episode of Love and Hip Hop who said, don't shake the table if you ain't ready to be shook. And that is how I feel. Erica, don't shake because you're not ready to be shook. Telling somebody to shut the fuck up isn't a read. I just want her to bring it down a notch because you have landed yourself in a pickle, okay? Maintain your innocence, sweet. Lord knows I would. However, just tone it down because the all the, I'm gonna remember who was standing by me and who wasn't. Okay, Erica, best case scenario, you clear your name. You didn't know any of it. You retain a little bit of money out of it, I guess. I don't, I'm really unsure because from what I understand, all of them, this money that they had was supposed to be going to victims of, you know, these large cases. And that's really, really sad, which is another reason I just want her to just pipe it down a little bit. It, it's terrible. It's a terrible look. But let's say that you clear your name. You didn't know any of this. What are you going to do? Never talk to Sutton again? I don't think she's going to be too upset about that. You're not going to film with her again? That's honestly hurting your pockets and everybody else's. But to be honest, this would I would not be surprised if this is the last season we see with Erica Jane. I just, I wouldn't be shocked if after everything is said and done, she would say that she's hanging up her housewife coat because to be honest she's been a solid b student since she came on and she's she quickly slid into the c minuses so i don't have high hopes for her however somebody that i do wish would or not however but somebody that i do wish would hang up their housewife coat but i know that she's not going to she's going to ride this pony all the way until the end a la ramona singer style is lisa renna I don't have it in me to watch Lisa Renna pretend that she didn't know her teenage daughter, or maybe she's early 20s, but her very young daughter was dating Scott Disick. 
And to be honest, I would not be surprised if Lisa Rinna helped her land him, if she put them together. She's been trying since she came on the show to create this Hadid, Kardashian-esque family unit. And I really just don't believe that she would be that shocked that now her daughter is dating Scott Kardashian himself. And yes, I call him Scott Kardashian because mine as well. It's just so unbelievable. And the fact that she's whispering while her mother is FaceTiming her with a large camera crew right behind her is hilarious. If you're going to try and sell me a story, if you're going to try and, you know, pull the wool over my eyes, then at least try. I don't know. That's just the laziest. I don't know if I blame production or if I blame Lisa Renna, the Renna's, or I guess they're the Hamlins, honestly lazy just trying to self-produce but it's just it's exhausting I want to be interested in Real Housewives of Beverly Hills again for Garcelle Bouvet I have loved her since I first saw her as Miss Fancy and if you don't know who Fancy is in relation to Garcelle Bouvet then you should educate yourself you will not be disappointed but I want to I want to watch because I am a fan of hers and I have been since I was a little girl and I am excited that they are that she's on the show it's just the show is lacking and I remember I want to say it was the last reunion Garcelle mentioned that she did think that some of the housewives held back a little bit because they are not around black women or black people um, at least that's not what we see. And, you know, Bravo has gone through this whole, it's a movement, not a moment. And they're trying to diversify all these shows that should have been diversified in the first place because, my God, why not? And it's just a little exhausting. However, I'm going to support my girl Garcelle. And I, as somebody who wasn't interested in Sutton when she first came on our TV, she really quickly turned it around for me, Okay. Um, I'm not going to lie. When I first saw Sutton, I was like, no, who is this? Don't want to. Not interested. And now I'm interested. Um, she's obviously very, very bothered by Crystal's ugly leather pants. And I cannot wait to know why. And I'm very interested to get to know Crystal as well. well because seeing her tell off Sutton and call her an awkward person was just I don't know I was like oh I need I need to know that was one that was probably the one thing that I saw in that preview that really excited me because I was like I want to know what this is about she was very calm but very direct when she told Sutton how she felt and Sutton again was also very direct when she told her how she felt about her ugly leather pants. I don't know why I retained that as so funny in my mind, but I want to say it's the innocence of it all. It's kind. It was very high school, obviously, when a girl would say something to you that was so, you know, snarky and that you didn't like, and you'd be like, "Oh my God, what am I jealous of, Courtney? You know, your ugly hair." Which <laughs> just like if these women are middle aged, so. I will be tuning in. I'm not getting my hopes all the way up, but I think with the reworkings, maybe we'll be able to do it. But with that, we're going to slide on over to the Roni. I know that trailer came out um, uh, two, three weeks ago now, but I am playing a little bit of catch up with you guys. So 
a little bit with Roni with me. I have always had a love-hate relationship with Real Housewives of New York because, again, I state Bravo is going through this whole thing where they're diversifying all of these shows. However, the fact that you had a show based in New York that featured nothing but white people, that's 120% on you guys, okay? New York is one of the most diverse cities in America. So why you guys chose a cast of white women for 10 straight years to feature is beyond me. However, they are bringing in Ebony K. Williams and I am so, so excited because I do not think that these uh, Roni women are going to be able to handle her. I think some of them are going to give that their damnedest. I really do. However, I think the Ramona singers of it all are just going to crumble. The reason that I've always had been so off and on with Roni is in large part because of Bethany and Ramona. They are so exhausting for me. I remember back when Bethany's fan base was a little bit more solid and a little bit more ride or die for her. I couldn't do it. I've never been able to stand that woman. Don't get me wrong. She definitely gave some she gave some comedy I'm not going to take that away from her but she's not make or break for the show for me and she always made off-color comments to me that I just would annoy the shit out of me to the point where it made me stop watching for a little bit however I am excited in a little little excerpt I'm actually re-watching Roni right now from the beginning I love to re-watch I'm not gonna sit here and lie to you it drives my fiance crazy he does not understand it he goes haven't you seen this already yes I have it brings me a certain level of comfort and I just love to refresh especially when there's a new season coming up um, and right now I'm in the first season that uh, Heather and well, I think that's the only season Heather is in, but the first season Carol comes in as well. Um, and Aviva, because that episode with the leg is chef's kiss. I mean, it gets going, it goes down in Housewives history, obviously. How could it not? It's mentioned and referenced all the time. But that's the season I'm on right now. And I made when I finally got to it, I was like, oh, this is this is one of those seasons that I just love. Um, as far as Roni this season, I am excited. Uh, besides being extremely excited for about Ebony, Ebony on our screens, I am interested to see what Leah does in her sophomore season. Um, I think her, I thought her first season was good. Um, I do. I just wonder because. She almost, after everything was wrapped and she got so much, she did so good and she got such a large fan base from off of her first season. I'm interested to see the energy she brings to this season. If she's gonna, you know, come in thinking she's untouchable or what. And I'm also interested to follow her sober journey storyline. Um, I'm always interested in hearing stories like that because every story, everyone's story is different. Um, and it's just something that I've always found so interesting. So excited to see Leah, excited to see Ebony. And I want to say that they are bringing in another black housewife for Roni. 
but I'm it's unclear to me and for the life of me I forget her name and I hate that but I it's unclear to me if she's holding a apple or if she's just a friend of either way I'm so excited for them I cannot wait to watch that trailer for me with Ebony alone was a nine out of ten um and with that I'm just gonna segue just into another New York based Bravo show which is Summer House. Now, since Summer House is getting ready ready to wrap and we're going to have a reunion, I'm not going to really divulge in how I feel about this season quite yet. Um, I'm going to wait until they have they do the reunion and then I'll just go over it all with you guys and hopefully I have a little bit more interaction with some of you um, by that time, but we shall see. I'm not really sure. I think this week is the finale and then maybe reunion next week I know they shot the reunion this week but either way um all I have to say about summer house is I was <laughs> I have an interesting relationship with the summer house because I remember watching the first two seasons and ready ready to throw it in the trash get rid of it I did not give a fuck about that show I thought it was canceled tbh and then one of my best friends was like are you watching summer house and i go no that show still comes on and they go oh yeah you have to watch it and at least for Paige and hannah so i went into it thinking that i was gonna love those two and spoiler spoiler alert i was from the beginning um the minority of females who watched summer house who weren't like Die Hard Hannah and Paige fans. <laughs> I have never quite understood the hype when it comes to them. I'm not saying that they're not entertaining. Um, I think Paige is a little bit more entertaining than Hannah, but I'm just saying I when the whole giggly squad of it all, and I know that didn't come till season four, but like their first season. I the way people were raving about them I was expecting a little bit more now was it a refresher because of where Summer House was going which was in the shitter fast absolutely however I just still wasn't that moved when they brought in those two Jordan I was a little bit more entertained by Jordan honestly than those two but that's beside the point and that's in season three um but I did adventure I did somehow end up in the giggly squad Facebook group and a little just fun fact about me I one am a part of the population that still gets on Facebook regularly and that's because I love a mess whether it's a mess of an argument you know from my family members on Facebook um and my nana getting put in Facebook jail because that's something that happened <laughs> or if it's an argument in the you know one of the many Facebook groups I'm in or just people that I know from high school arguing I'm going to read it if you're going to argue on a public platform oh baby I'm gonna be there and I'm gonna read all 220 comments and I'm going to probably slide on there and say oh this is the person that won because I can be a little bit of a messy bitch sometimes, but I also try and rein it in. But I'm all at first, if nothing, I'm nosy as hell. I mean, if you're arguing in public, I'm going to watch. 
One time in JCPenney, there was this woman stealing and she made a little teenage boy chase her all through the bedding aisle. And when I say me and one of my best friends actually got up on one of the beds to see all of this go down, I am not kidding. Her mom was like, girls, girls, settle down. We were like, no, we are, we went through great lengths to watch this. I'm always going to be nosy. However, now that that tangent's over, um, yes, I was in the original Giggly Squad Facebook group and it was such a fucking hot mess. I mean, it was, it, I, every day I'm like, why, I don't really understand why they ended it, but they honestly built this whole group over we can't be managed we can't be managed we can't be managed and it's like for the love of god but you can you can because you are whether it's self-management which hannah burner is not practicing this season or you know i don't know but you can be managed and it was so it got out of so out of hand so out of fast but it was so goddamn entertaining i mean the arguments on that bitch were multiple times a day every day was it a little exhausting? Yes, but I could not quit it. I just couldn't. And it also did have some, you know, interesting little tea on other Bravo uh, related things and pop culture stuff as well. So it was just a little nice source while it was still around. However, they took it down. Womp womp. Big shock there. Um, however, I am going to say I am so happy that Summer House has decided to do an in-person reunion this year because I think that was another thing that was not working for me with them. I need a reunion. I know that there are people like that love reality TV and, um, you know, Bravo Housewives and stuff that don't need a reunion. And it is baffling to me because I love reunion episodes. And one of my best friends is like, oh, I don't need to see that. I'm like, do you know how much more information you pick up in reunions? Now, I'm not saying they need to be this whole entity that they are now. I would be just fine with a one or two parter. However, I do need the wrap up at the end of the season after everyone has watched everything and taken everything in from the outside looking in. And that was, again, something that Bravo or Bravo Summer House was just lacking for me. So I'm really excited to see how that plays out. Um, I did see the sign in sheet. I think it was on uh, Andy's Instagram or something. And when I tell you I would like pause and hold and try and read the signatures on it, they all have atrocious handwriting, Jesus Christ. But I really, really, really just do not want to see Des on this reunion whatsoever. I don't want to see Stravi. I don't want to see anybody. I just want the core housemates to be in the at the reunion talking about stuff. I don't need to see the significant other stuff because it's at this point it's exhausting me. The love house is ugh. but with that I can I think I am also finally come to a verdict on how I feel about this whole winter house situation and I think it's that I am going to watch it I can't say that I'm necessarily excited about it and that's because of the southern charm people on it um I don't know why we added them and to be honest I don't like them so I don't want them to be there however I know not all of the summer house cast is in the winter house so and that's why, and again, just like Garcelle in Beverly Hills, I am watching Winter House to support Sierra 
because I want to support all of my black queens on Bravo and off of Bravo. Now, did Sierra necessarily deliver and give me a season that made me a Sierra stan? No. But that's because I feel like her storyline got eaten up by the whole Hannah and Luke of it all. However, we will see what the reunion brings, what Werner House brings, and what, you know, the rest of pop culture and Bravo decides to bring in the episodes that I may record for you all in the future. That is going to go ahead and wrap up my first official episode of the Who Asked Me podcast. Um, where you can find me is I have an official Instagram and it's at Who Asked Me podcast. I'm hoping to get Uh, like I said, a little bit more interactive with you all. And maybe we can, you know, play games, ask questions week to week, um, and just make it a little bit more fun. So I hope to talk to you guys soon. Bye.